0: My mummy is very excited about this this podcast. She was this episode rather. She was like, Oh, make sure you tell this story. And I was like, Ah, why do you know so much about my dating life? <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, excellent. Uh,
0: And welcome back to another episode of I Saw You Like This. You are here with Annabelle and Karitha. And this week we are doing our Dating Part 2 episode. Um, as we said last time, there's just so much to talk about. So we've we've added another one. <laughs> so, so much to, much say. to be said. Um, Let us know if week... you want a
1: part three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's really so we just wanted to, to talk,
0: talk about all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um so this week um the thing we liked um or saw was a woke fishing article mm-hmm. where a woman um told her story about how she um was like woke fished quote unquote woke fished um and essentially she had a dating profile that said that she was um democrat liberal feminist you know all those, she said, like, all those the great other, things yeah. and um she'd started dating this guy who said he worked for the democrat party um and she said things were going really nice um and then after they slept together he texted her and was like oh by the way so this is a few days down he was like oh by the way um i'm actually a republican not a democrat and she was like excuse you and his excuse and she was, was working that
1: for, he was working for trump's campaign yeah at, and when he had previously claimed that he was working for biden's campaign
0: yeah and his excuse was that um he wanted her to get to know him oh. first before she before she judge. judged him and i was like oh my god um and then he'd also said something about um what did he say oh he said he didn't like condoms and then, um, and then after was like, oh, but I
1: don't agree with abortion. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's a lot that happens the in the story that I think is really noteworthy because, you know, we we say that we have these personal beliefs, right? And those are the values that we govern our lives by. And mm-hmm. by the way, being a feminist can sometimes be hard. It is not easy to constantly challenge yourself and constantly have to like recognize that there are so many things happening in the world that you have to be aware of and try and make yourself a better person for and it's not easy. So mm-hmm. when you say that you are a feminist or when you say that you're like anti-racist or whatever like you're you're committing to these beliefs and these principles that you are going to let govern your life that's a personal belief and this person mm-hmm. is now banking on the fact that they can claim that they are the same thing just because it's become accessible and that they can pretend to then prey on you Mm. and to, and I think that's the part that's really horrifying is that like the whole point of dating is you get to know somebody, right? Yeah. So then using this excuse of being like, I wanted you to get to know me before you made a judgment is so weird because like the whole point of going on dates is to get to know somebody. Exactly. (laughs) And And if you knew
0: she wouldn't, she or other people wouldn't want to date you because of your political views, then maybe you need to question your political views,
1: yeah, exactly, and that's something that they put quite nicely in the article that like men, if you are having to woke fish in order to get laid, then maybe you need to change your personal beliefs and your politics, yeah, because women and and they and they have this set, like little line that says like um." Oh gosh, I can't remember. I was going with that, but there's basically like a line that like, Oh, we have to do so many things to protect ourselves as women. We have to make yes. sure that this person's not a murderer, that this person's not whatever. And now, and now on top of like all of these things that women have to do when we date men is now we have to make sure that this person also wants us to have full human rights. Like, how is that like, how are we <laughs> oh, asking for too question? much? Yeah, like how is that a literally. radical thing that we are asking?
0: Mm. And um, for clarity, woke fishing, as they nicely put in the article, is um, catfishing, but more pathetic.
1: So, yes, yeah, <laughs> um, political, political catfish.
0: So, yes. Um, so you're pretending to be, to have different morals or beliefs than you actually do to um, to get someone, which is not good. It's like, it's very predatory behaviour, I think. Vile. I'm sure there are other people with like your beliefs. So just go date them. Why do you need to like manipulate someone else, like another situation with someone else who's living their life quite fine without you Mm -hmm. (laughs) just so you can what prove that you can get that person as well. It's disgusting. It's
1: terrible. And apparently it's becoming quite um, a a common thing now. Have you been in a situation where like someone has kind of said something or like, let a conversation go and then you think that they're maybe quite progressive and actually they're really not Mm,
0: not to that extent I think there's been people who say they're for um, like Black Lives Matter or feminism and stuff like that they appear to be like the quote unquote good guy Um, and then something will come up um, and Oh, what was an example like when i said about how um that person in the other episode who i'd said about the who read when I was reading that feminist book the date mm-hmm. of the data and feminism and they were like oh do you actually believe the world is made for men and I was like yes and i was like but i thought you honey <laughs> i thought you'd um i thought you knew this so i thought you were like i guess like woke but um but yeah i know I don't have like specific like particularly bad examples, but there are just people who like sound like they are for, oh yes, I don't think racism's a very good thing. Me, 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 me. And then we'll do something that is quite um
1: questionable. Like a
0: microaggression or triggering and
1: then I'm like, okay, and that's you out.
0: <laughs> what yeah. about you?
1: Well I mean I I have uh I just put I just have Bumble and on my Bumble bio. I mean I don't use it very often to be honest, but on my Bumble bio I have um it says a feminist goofball who will fight you if you're a butthole.
0: <laughs> that is my
1: bio. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna copy you. <laughs> and like, fight is spelled F I T E. Because like, I don't like, I feel like, okay, like I have all of these beliefs, but I'm actually like just a silly little butthole, right? Like, I'm, I'm. Like, I'm not very, like, serious (laughs) about everything in my life, but I have, like, my personal beliefs. And I want to be able to be silly around people. But I also want people to know that, like, I know that I respect people's basic dignity. And Mm -hmm. I want someone to partner with that also has the same beliefs. So, I mean, I've been in, been in a situation where people have kind of, like, messaged me about my bio, kind of being like... Oh, are you a feminist? Blah, blah 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 blah, and you're like, yeah, okay. Like, isn't this just like basic requirement of people to like think other people are also full human beings and should have full mm-hmm. human rights? Um, and then people will be like, yes, but mm. you know, like the yes, and and then they'll question something. Or there was one time I went on a date with someone, and they in messaging had said that they agreed with feminism, and then when we actually met up all they wanted to do was debate with me on feminism. So that was kind of annoying. It's such a pain as well, because you're like,
0: the, and like part of the reason people put things like that in their bios is because it's like, well, I don't want to waste your time either. Yeah. So like, if just, let's just make sure we're on the same page about the basic human rights. And if we're not, then we can just move on by. Like you don't, we don't need to interact. Like why, why take the time to, pretend to be interested in something just to debate someone like who raised you
1: yeah i don't understand <laughs> i also like then he was like i had such a great time with you tonight it was so much what? fun i was like are... <laughs> like Meanwhile, my just idea exhausted <laughs> uh, but i think there is this there are like a group of people that just like to debate people they just like to yeah. stir and push buttons and they think that just because you maybe because i'm like quite S- like settled in my personal not that i'm uh, that i don't uh appreciate being challenged but like i know what my personal beliefs are right yeah um and and i know who i am to a certain extent um and i think that when people are presented with someone else like that they they, they relish in the fact that they w- just want to challenge and they think that just because you can stand your ground that there is this intellectual back and forth that's happening but yeah. actually to me it doesn't say anything because all you're doing is stirring the pot for the sake of stirring the pot and that's not necessarily somebody that i want to have in my personal life like i don't Especially want to be in over
0: a situation where- like that like debate natural debate you know what fine but if you're constantly yeah. um saying comments just to cause and cause an argument or uh just to play quick discussion, devil's advocate yeah exactly then it's not it's not the same like i get people wanting to have like intellectual conversations but that's not what that is that's just exactly you're just trying to get a rise out of someone
1: yeah out of there also it's like like you mentioned i think you don't want someone to like make you feel bad about being a practicing christian right like yeah and and it's just sort of the same thing where these are my personal beliefs and i have and i don't it's not that we're not um refuting to be challenged it's like mm-hmm. all you're doing is to trying to break someone's point of view down yeah for the sake of breaking their point of view down yes, cuz if we wanted exactly. to have an intellectual debate we could talk about a movie we could talk about a book we could talk about whatever but you know you you're just arguing with one part of who i am <laughs>
0: exactly like like you said about the religion happy to talk about religion happy to um address your Questions or whatever, but if you continue, it's when people can that continue to like nag about it, like they'll ask a question and you'll answer it, and then they're like, Yeah, but haven't you thought about me? me, me? and you're like, Okay, nope, because it's like continuous, and if it's more than one conversation as well, you're like, You're just not, you're purposely not listening, yeah, and that's what we don't
1: like. I think there's also, um Another problem with sort of, kind—it's not as bad as like this woke fishing Mm -hmm. articles personal experience—but is when when, like you'll sometimes go on a date with someone and it might may go well, and then you maybe do have some sort of like, personal interpersonal relationship with them, even though it's not necessarily a full fledged relationship. And then there are certain elements of their, the way in which they operate that aren't actually very progressive or aren't very, like, safe. So, yeah. um, for example, like, someone will say, like, oh, yeah, I'm a feminist or whatever, like, I believe in women's rights. But then when you, like, have some sort of interaction with them and then suddenly they start, like, being weird about your body or something like that, that also, I think, is... It's not necessarily woke fishing, but it's not necessarily taking your social... I guess, justice into your personal life because it's you can't claim to be a feminist and not address your personal biases, right? Yeah. Like, you can't say, like, oh, I I believe that women should have full autonomy of their bodies and then when it comes down to it, say, like, for example, I think you should do X, Y, Z with your body Mm, because I'm in a relationship with you and therefore I have a, a say on your body. Like, no, you don't. Mm. Like, you don't get to tell me, like, if I want to shave my underarms or, like, shave my legs or, like, yeah. lose weight or hide that pimple. Like, those are all things that I get to decide to do with my body. So yeah. that's a little bit – it's, like, definitely not as extreme as being, like, at, like as being told that you're, like, with someone who's a Democrat and actually they're a complete Republican. Yeah. Like That is – like accidentally sleeping with for someone like in the uk example like accidentally sleeping with a Tory. Oof. oh my god imagine <laughs> no thank you and then they're like oh yeah i i helped nigel farage win his ukip campaign and you're I like throw
0: up oh my god you, throw would throw up. Up. <laughs> would you would throw up you would throw up I'd be like, okay well that was uh yep 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 dab yeah. <laughs> out, out um oh i had so in um there's also white fishing in like other relationships are like friendships as well. And there was um, someone I knew once who um, had said they were, a fa- it's only reminding me because you said about Nigel Farage, said they were a fan, said they supported like UKIP or whatever. It was like first year of uni. And I was like, um, you know, they're like racist, <laughs> right? Yeah. I was like, there's nothing more to say. Like UKIP are racist. They're like, no, they're not. No, they're not. I was like, okay, whatever. And then uh, my first year of uni was when we had one of the general elections. I say one of because there were so many in the last like (laughs) three, four years, it feels like. Um, And um, and when we were discussing like who we voted for and they said they'd voted for Labour. And I was like, okay, great. Wonderful. They've they've changed their ways. Fab, fab, fab. And then the results came out and UKIP, it was a year UKIP only got one seat and they just would not let it go they were like oh it's just so unfair like i don't understand they got so many votes they got thousands of votes why would they only get one seat and i was like why do you care if you voted for labor so there's something in the back of my head i was like something's not right here and then i think it was like a month or two later they like sat me down they're like annabelle um i have something to tell you um oh my God. i actually voted for ukip no and i was like i feel sick <laughs> Um, where's the at them unfriend and I was like, button
1: in real life like yeah real literally <laughs> and
0: I, I just stared at them and I, was like, oh. and I was like I've discussed with you many times why you keep a racist I'm not going to go into it now um, you've made your bed you can lie in it mm-hmm. and she was like but I'm not a racist and I was like
1: well if
0: the shoe fits and it's fitting
1: pretty snug <laughs> well, if you're not a racist then how can you vote for a racist
0: right Exactly. she was like we just want that my to control immigration or whatever her spiel was i was like shut up
1: (laughs) yeah and i think there that it that person kind of falls into the category of people that are like oh i don't personally agree with like injustices but i'm also Mm. not gonna do anything within my power and my privilege to do to to disagree with them like i can tolerate it but i don't agree with it and i think that that's almost worse
0: yeah they're like oh you know i see what's happening over here but when it comes to like my own life and my life choices um i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna be on this side of the argument i'm gonna not do anything or i'm just not gonna let it affect my life sort of thing
1: and that's not, not good it's weird, though. And I I do think, like, identifying what your personal beliefs and, and, like, how you are as a person function in these kind of romantic spaces and also, like, just in friend spaces as well, because you need to be able to communicate what you need from your partner. Yeah. Your partners, you know, like, you need to be able to communicate that. And I think these definitions of being, like, a feminist or believing in anti-racism or whatever, like, those are real-term definitions that help you navigate those spaces, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But it goes beyond that, I think, also, like, recognising um, so this is something that I found out fairly recently, is, like, there's multiple spectrums of, like, I guess, identity with all sorts of things, including, like, um, like sexual orientation as well as sexuality and also like your romanticism. So I think like identifying where you fall on those spectrums is quite a useful tool to help you navigate um, r- like dating situations, friend situations, whatever it may be. Like it, it does help to understand where you fall in them. Mm. Well, you were teaching me
0: the other day about um, how you can have A to Z of the spectrum so I knew about yeah. um I knew what asexual was and then you said that it all goes all the way down to Z sexual yeah and I, was, I, I had no idea that that was a thing so do you want to explain that to our listeners so
1: yeah I, I kind of recently um I mean, I think a lot of people may have heard about asexuality, but I think I recently learned about like the multiple different spectrums. Um, So you have sexual orientation, which is who you're sexually attracted to. And that obviously is a spectrum as well. So people can either be heterosexual or homosexual or anywhere in between. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's like who you're attracted to. And then You have the sexuality spectrum, so you can be asexual or zed sexual, and that determines like how much of a sexual person you are. And some people are sort of like in the middle, where they're only really attracted to people, like sexually attracted to people that they're um, also emotionally attracted to and mentally attracted to. Mm -hmm. And then there are some people that are like rarely, rarely, rarely sexually attracted to anybody. And then that's asexual. no, that asexual is people that are never attracted to anyone okay. in a sexual manner. So they, they don't experience a sexual attraction to humans at all, or even anything else. And then you also have like the romantical, romantical, the romance spectrum.
0: Creating <laughs> <laughs> so words today.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and that determines like how much of a romantic person you are. So you can have someone that's like, for example, pansexual. So they're attracted to any person, um, regardless of their gender. And then they may be like hypersexual, like extremely sexual. So they may be zed sexual, but then they could be aromantic. So you could be someone who's like attracted to lots of, of different types of people and it, and attracted to them in a sexual manner but not in a romantic manner and then you could Mm. also be someone who is extremely romantic but asexual so you could be like in in a romantic asexual relationship that is also i don't know how it works when you have um like asexuality but then so I don't know how it, how it works with asexuality, and then also like the sexual orientation spectrum. Because um. I think if you're asexual, you're, you're not attracted to anyone in a sexual manner. So are you hetero or are you homosexual? Like I don't, I don't know.
0: Maybe it's more like who you want to spend time with. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they might want to spend more time with women or men or anyone in that in between.
1: Yeah. So I think those can be useful tools very useful Um, as long as you're not like letting yourself get boxed in by them yes um
0: but that's why i like that it's a a spectrum so you could be like anywhere along along it and that can change as well mm -hmm. um you don't have to just be like identify as one thing and then stay there forever you can you can move along
1: yeah and i think it's again that like using that in sort of dating scenarios, is quite a useful thing because, like, if you explain to someone, like, "Oh, like I am a really tactile person. I, sh- I sh- express my love in this way, and I'm really romantic." That's a useful thing to explain to your partner. Yes, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's kind of like as as well, like lo- knowing your love language and all of that stuff. Like, yeah, it's useful things to communicate, Communi- communicate, communicate. <laughs>
1: now he's up. Words. Um,
0: early on so that um so that you can yeah be there for each other in the best
1: way definitely
0: or or not if it doesn't if that doesn't align with with you and what you want
1: it's quite a complex thing this dating honestly dating is
0: so entertaining i did see this really funny tweet um I sent to you, obviously, <laughs> and uh, but I'm telling everyone else, um, and it was like, Um, what did it say, African parents want you to be married before you're dating oh my before God. you start dating <laughs> Wow, and I was like, that is so true <laughs> South in the sense in literal relate. probably in the literal sense, and like the the non literal sense that I think it's um, yeah, I just thought it was so funny how yeah parents often. Mine not so much now, but when I was younger, they were like, "Ugh, dating boys, like don't talk about it. Don't talk about boys till you're like 21." And I was like, "And then what? Like when I reach 21, what (laughs) happens? If I were to have listened to you and not like on my birthday, there's like a man just suddenly appear before me." (laughs) And also, I imagine like some extended family, maybe if they saw that, um, like or if they knew about. Who are like the cousins dated or whatever, or that they dated multiple people that they'd be like ah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> do you <Yep>. think <laughs> can't you just find one person? you're like, no, uh, it's not how it works so obviously some it works. people it does work like uh, that way for some people um and there are situations where in some cultures you have um arranged marriages as well um and that does work in in certain. Circumstances, but you, I believe, wanted to touch more on that topic.
1: Yeah. My, well, my parents had an arranged marriage because, like, now my, because I guess similar, like, my mom has also been like, don't talk about boys at all. Don't even talk to them. (laughs) Only friendships allowed until, and then until you're an adult. So, like, the, for us, the thing was always like, get educated, get a job, and then we'll get you married. And it's always been like, what do you mean you'll get me married? (laughs) Like, I think that's just like a, a very South Asian narrative, but. Um. Yes, it's always been this kind of like no boyfriends allowed and we'll have an arranged marriage and whatever. And I don't mm. think that arranged marriage is a bad thing. I've never really had any sort of like opposed view to arranged marriage because my parents had an arranged marriage and they're so happy. Like, oh my God, the amount of times that we'd just be late to school because my dad was like giving my mum like the biggest hug and kiss goodbye for mm. the day. And it's just <laughs> so like, cute. you guys are so... In love, it's ridiculous, um, and it was very cute. To be fair, um, so cute. <laughs> it's very cute. I mean, it was annoying because like every day would be like, "Oh, can we just go to school, <laughs> <laughs> please?" <laughs> but um, it was very cute. So, arranged marriage does work sometimes. I mean, it it, and also it's never like, "Oh, you just get married to this person." Like, there obviously like there is an element of like the courtship beforehand, mm-hmm. which essentially dating is just courtship, isn't it? How long does courtship usually go on for? Um, it, depends. it depends. So I think my parents had a number of meetings. My mum was like living in Kenya, my dad was living in Zimbabwe, and my grandparents on both sides had met in India. Mm-hmm. Um, and they liked each other. So normally the, the process is it depends on your religion and your caste and all sorts of things, um, which... It's a whole other discussion, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps for another day. Let's <laughs> another day. Um, but, um, yeah, so they met and then they kind of, like, you exchange. And you do the exchange of family values, right? Like, the parents do the exchange of family values and it's it's kind of similar to how like when we go on these dates we're like I'm a feminist are you yeah. right like you have the exchange of core beliefs and values and if it's compatible then the parents will say okay well I like your family and you guys like our family and let's just have the kids meet so then they're you they arrange a meeting and it obviously like my parents' situation is different um, because it was cross-country um, yeah well it was an international arranged marriage. Oh. So um, timelines were a little bit different, but it, it can be really quick in India sometimes, like within like a couple, like two or three months, you can agree on a, on a marriage. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, you do have a number of meetings and typically like you'll have, so the parents may meet first and then you may have like the whole family meet and then only thereafter would you meet that person individually like a one-on-one but that doesn't depending on how conservative your family is that will happen so I don't know that I don't know would you ever consider something like arranged marriage um I think
0: because I've been raised in a culture that doesn't have it um it's it still seems quite like foreign like a foreign concept to me but Mm -hmm. I was just thinking it's always so nice to hear examples like your parents of when it's when it's worked and like um like not to say that i didn't think it would ever work but especially living in being raised in the uk the narrative you hear about arranged marriages is n- almost always never a, a good one um mm-hmm. it's never a positive one it's always like mm, these people got married and then they hate their lives or whatever i don't even know how they managed to portray it in such a bad way but whenever the, the instances it has come up it's never been a like a good Or positive, um, in, said in a positive light. So, um, it is really nice to hear about, hear about, um, successful marriages in that sense. But yeah, I don't know. I think the idea of my parents picking, (laughs) picking someone for me, (laughs) I must laugh. (laughs) Because I just, I don't know how they do it. (laughs) (laughs) My dad would pick, I don't know who he'd even pick.
1: Yeah, I don't even know. well my mom it started just asking me, me if she should start looking for people and um i think they have like i think parents have a network of people and that's probably mm. how they would do it because yeah. they just like know people right like i guess you just know people through life and they're like yeah. mm. so if your mum asks you probably has like a couple of people at the back of her mind that she's thinking of oh, so far i just don't even know who they'd know like i know they know
0: <laughs> a lot of people but to the point of being like mm, you could marry this person i just don't I don't know but dad always says that he knows people you know when they like raise their eyebrows he's like yeah I know people and you're like who (laughs) who do you know (laughs) why are you lying (laughs) you don't know people (laughs) I literally know all of your friends
1: (laughs) they're all family friends
0: yeah, they are literally our family friends. There's no new person that I've not met before.
1: Yeah, but like, oh, thing is, like, if man. your parents did say, like, "Oh, like I know this person," would you be object? Like, would you object to having a meet with that person?
0: No, I mean, if they if they wanted me to meet someone, I wouldn't I wouldn't ob- object to it. I think there's there's nothing wrong with exploring what my parents <laughs> put in front of me. If they, if they did, um, I think that's. I think that would be fine. To be fair,
1: that's exactly yeah, it how just... it works with arranged marriage, though. For us mm. now, it's changed over time. So now, if my parents, if my mum was like, "Oh, I f- I found this person. Are you interested?" Like, I would say, "Like, yeah, wouldn't mind having a meeting with them." And then that would be how these arranged marriages essentially form. If it did work, mm-hmm. then that would be classified as an arranged marriage.
0: Fascinating. I think I've still got the 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 old like. Arranged marriage, like way, stuck in my head. So I would like to revise my statements. <laughs> <laughs>
1: but I, mean, I think it's so good because um, my we parents literally just put forth someone
0: it. in that manner. I don't think I would. I don't think it would be words. Let me start again. It wouldn't be bad. Yes, I would consider. That's what was, yeah. That's what I was trying to say.
1: But I think that's, it, it's so important to demystify it because it's never about being told like, oh, um, make sure you're free on this day because we're getting you married. Like, mm. imagine just getting a calendar invite and being like, make sure you're free this date That's not how it works. Um, married at first sight. Yeah, that well, demy- I mean, program. there are those television shows that kind Rip. of... I mean, I'm not saying that there are, aren't are situations where that happens. There definitely are situations where that, that does happen and that is a problem. Um, mm. But... Modern arranged marriage is very like amicable, and it's done with everybody involved um, having a say. So it has it has changed over time, and I think that that's and even from my parents when they got married, what twenty twenty five years ago? Like that was twenty five years. I'm twenty six years old, and I definitely was not born before they got married. So I don't know where twenty five years came from. <laughs> <laughs> but they were married like nearly like 10 years ago. <laughs> A pizza? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, <laughs> Good, sorry, getting... sorry, Mom. <laughs> Mommy, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Please forgive me. Um But when they got married, they still had like the, the meetings and they still had a say. So I, mm. I do think that they're you're right to point out that there is like this very mm, questionable narrative. And I think it does kind of trickle down um into mm. how I viewed it, because I remember being like a kid and being like absolutely no chance of getting an arranged marriage, <laughs> even though like a a success story was right in front of my eyes
0: yeah that's true um, so
1: how in
0: in both arranged marriages or arranged um, relationships and um ones that we formulate ourselves how do we identify whether someone is um right for us like how do we identify red flags
1: oh my god I was actually really hoping to ask you this because I suck at dating dude (laughs) (laughs) I am so (laughs) awkward because I think that just like sometimes your personal experiences kind of radicalize you like right like I've experienced enough racism enough sexism that now I'm like I need to find out whether this person harbors these thoughts and I'm I'm like how do I figure this out without being like militant (laughs) like (laughs) <laughs> how do I keep it fun and flirty and still like datey um because I suck at it. <laughs> I think for me it's um, my
0: gut feeling has definitely come into it in the last like few years but that's because of the like numerous dates I've been on that's not even in a braggy way that's just uh, <laughs> I've been on I've been on quite a few dates with um some in some ways quite triggering people so after a while you start to like d- develop almost like a sixth sense i'd say um but there are examples of like things that would trigger alarm bells in my in my head so me and my friends have um a red light uh, like a traffic light system so we have okay. like a red flag an amber flag and then like green is like yeah they're doing yeah. well or like it's not really addressed we used to just have red flags and then we were like hmm this is an amber flag that could this isn't quite a red flag but it could develop into a red flag if it keeps going right sort of thing um so what example do i have so there was this guy who i went on a date with once um two dates with oh it's the um the foundation guy so like all-round trash but <laughs> what the um, they
1: kissed you and then sorry said ew. Yeah,
0: yeah 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 that one, oh, one that said that guy is That's
1: a piece of poo
0: dickhead anyway um I only went on two dates with him, and the foundation thing happened on the, the second date. As did the, the the thing I'm about to say. So on the first date, he talked about how um he what does he do? Why has my mind gone blank? I tell this story all the time. Oh, he kept talking about he kept talking about like money and oh, money this, money that. I earn X amount of money. He was an accountant, so immediately mm-hmm. boring. Sorry to people who are accountants slash have parents who are accountants, but but it's the stereotype and I'm sticking to it so (laughs) um
1: yeah
0: true so um oh I have this much money and when I get the pay rise to this level he worked for big four when I get a when I get a um uh a promotion I'll get like this much money blah 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 blah. so I was already like a "Mm, ding 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 like not great like yay for you having money but like that's not I don't care that much like obviously it's nice for people to have ambition and stuff like that but I don't need to know like the the details of your bank statement like I don't need that in my life no so anyway after so that was already like a that's how I identify like an alarm bell and then it was the end of the first day I'm walking back to my car and he was like oh what are you doing tomorrow and I thought it was just like a casual like conversation and I was like "Mm, Mm -hmm. not much probably just gonna chill at home she was like he was like great do you want to go on a second date? And I was like, oh, my God. Like, oh, my God. No! Like, oh, oh, no. Oh,
1: oh my God. <laughs> was like, that was stressing me out so much. Yeah,
0: I, I was like, oh, my God. I've just told them that I was free. I can't. And this was still early days dating. Annabelle. now, I'd be like, no, sorry. <laughs> I'd quite like some alone time. Um, but at the time, I was like, oh, my God, I can't say no. So I was like, oh, sure. So <laughs> when on the second date, I also told them I didn't like PDA in the in the first day I really it like makes my skin crawl um yeah it's because I'm just especially if I'm not sure if I like a person and then they try and like go in for a kiss on the first day I'm like oh no so I just and he tried yeah, and I was yeah. like just FYI I don't like PDA made that clear second date comes around nice we're in a bar or like a pub or something and, and so he this like is
1: the second date this
0: is the second date and he goes in to kiss me and I'm like you haven't one you haven't listened so that's another like alarm bell like ding, ding, ding. Yeah. he doesn't listen to boundaries and then he carried on talking about his money and stuff and I was like oh just I'm not interested anymore um so then it was after the the second day he kissed me and then did the foundation thing and I was like I hate you so <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna tap out now um so then um I did um words I did um what I like to call mutual ghosting I don't do it very often okay. so people don't realize what is, what is I'm a bad person <laughs> so basically you know go- like ghosting is when people like don't um don't we talk just... to you after like yeah. a date or whatever they just like let like, ghost you they, they just, just don't fear. reply but mutual ghosting is like my favorite thing like when both of you don't <laughs> like each other and neither of you text after and like oh, you wow. just you just like you know you just go your separate ways and that's like my ideal situation if I don't like someone now that was like early days now I'm just like if I don't like a person I'm just going to tell them because being ghosted yourself is horrible um and also I'd never not reply to someone this is only mutual ghosting only works if literally neither of you text after the date and then like that's the end but if one if the, the person texts being like I had a really great time then you then you should reply and be like that's nice but I didn't so anyway he did, neither of us texted so I was like fab um it's important to note that I always split the bill on first mm-hmm. second third dates cuz I don't believe in someone forking out a lot of money to pay for me when they've just met me um but other people like like to be paid for each to their own but that's just me so always split always yeah. go like my round then your round or whatever um, and then he texted me like three days later. I was like, damn it. <laughs> he, like found me on Facebook and he didn't what? have my surname. Yeah, didn't have my surname.
1: Wait, wait no, That's so creepy.
0: Yeah. So that was another flag. <laughs> I was like, how has he found me? But wait, this and is he, after
1: you've already said.
0: You no, 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 not said anything. This is okay. after the second date where we didn't text. Sorry. And I was like, oh, great. Thought it was a mutual go situation. And then three days later, he messaged me on Facebook. And he was like, oh, you didn't fancy texting me then. <gasps> And well, why didn't like, he
1: text you? Thank you.
0: That's literally what I said. I was like, um, but you um I was like, you had my number, it's a two A street and he was like, Oh well I dropped my phone and then when they were fixing it, all my contacts got wiped. And I was like, The like, last time that on... actually happened to someone was literally like, I don't know, five, ten years ago. Like that doesn't happen. Ten anymore. Y- okay, not ten years ago. <laughs> not ten. <laughs> but a long time ago I was like that doesn't happen anymore you back up your phone like whatever also he could have found my number from like the dating app when we would have said when we would have swapped numbers like anything so I was like okay whatever um and I was like look um you know the spiel enjoyed my time with you but I'm I'm not really feeling like this is gonna work and he was like why I was like oh
1: because you just oh, stalked me to the point that like, yeah. you, ha- like, you found me on Facebook when you didn't yeah. have my surname.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, um, wow. look, it's, it's like, yeah, I just don't think it's going to work. I don't really feel like we're like meshing that well. And he was like, oh, it's because of the, the, the environment we were in. We need to go on like more like dinner dates. And I was like, no, that's not what we need to do. What we need to do is not date.
1: <laughs> Thank what you, so you need much. to do is respect the fact that I've made a decision for myself. Thank you
0: exactly so this was, was this continuous back and forth like meh meh, meh meh why but why you can tell me the real reason meh, meh. and I was like okay like you're getting very aggressive I'm not a fan of this and then he just completely flipped the switch and just goes well you owe me money and I was like um I'm serious
1: <laughs> wait it? what
0: <laughs> um, I can laugh now because it was so long ago that at the time I was like <laughs> and I had to do like a mental check like wait no definitely split the bills on the dates like this is why I, why i do it no it's not why i do it the reason i do it is because as i said i don't believe people should pay for me on first second dates but this is a pretty good second reason as, well as yeah. to why i do it i was like no no i was like no i don't i don't owe you any money i was like we split the bill he like, yeah you do you owe me for my time
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god no no way that's not real yeah yeah that is, oh, my it's screenshot oh my god screenshots still to this day <laughs> that is awful i'm sorry
0: no it's okay yeah you owe me for my time and i was like <laughs> what and he was like well since this is going anywhere you've wasted my time so 20 pounds how are you going to repay me and i was like so you've rated yourself as 10 pounds a day
1: for once?" <laughs> that's also hilarious because it's like yeah that's probably the quality you were getting yeah
0: literally <laughs> and i was like oh my god the caucasity so I literally just so I just um so I was like stop being I don't know why I said stop being such a sore loser and a weirdo um blocked him on
1: everything that was that you told him to stop being a sore loser yeah oh my god everybody get your fingers out so yeah. even, I don't know. <laughs> also sorry I think that It'd get your
0: fingers so... out is a weird, weird statement no, it's weird, but it's fine we, they knew what we meant yeah <laughs> But yeah, that was truly a roller coaster. I'm very much digressed, but I really wanted to tell that story because it's really entertaining to me. It is a great um, story, to be fair. But that is um, how it still tells the story of how I identify flags now. So, like, if there's if it, the way, yeah, the way I do it is just if there are things that I wouldn't be comfortable with and they start to show, show signs of doing that thing, then that's mm. a flag. Yeah. for me so like talking about money excessively talking about money which then led to him like and counting pennies and which then led to him like asking for money not like metaphorically counting pennies oh, like, okay okay i thought he was like, this... like in front of you
1: no counting. no, no. Like,
0: <laughs> i earned this much money and then like next year i'll be on this much money or like when i ordered a, a round i had to, he was like i don't know whether he made a comment about my round being more expensive than his round or whatever and i was like oh, just it doesn't matter like a round's around like to do you it wasn't that much different but stuff like that so that's when you like that would be amber flag and then the red flag is obviously asking for his money back so i was like
1: mm, bye well he didn't ask for money back he asked you to <laughs>
0: yeah,
1: done <laughs> for his time <laughs> <Love>. <laughs>
0: Also the funniest thing was because it was on Facebook Messenger. I don't know if you've ever talked about money on Messenger, but it then um Messenger then popped you. up like being like, hmm, do you want to pay this person twenty pounds?
1: <laughs> no Messenger.
0: No messenger. Like, Sent this person twenty pounds. Like, no. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Bought, bought, bought. It was like two, three, two years later that he like Added me on Snapchat and I was like, again, like, how
1: have you found me?
0: <laughs> Where did you come from? And I was like, delete, block. Because I didn't that have him on Snapchat.
1: Weird. Also, the first pa- I don't years use Snapchat, later, like, just why? Let I let mean, go. clearly you made an impression on him. I'm a wonderful human
0: being and I know it, but there is still, <laughs> even after telling him to grow up.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. gosh. Good wow. times. Good I am learning a lot because I'm really awkward <laughs> at dating. I'm so awkward. Um, my, my version of flirting is abysmal, um, <laughs> like awful, truly, truly terrible track record. Um, I won't go into a lot of it because it's uh, too embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm really bad at like trying to keep things. I'm bad at flirting, first okay. of all. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. But then We're I'm also got, bad we got we get it. Thank you. Also <laughs> flirting and trying to figure out whether this person's worth my time or not yes and I think kind of pulling it back to previous episode where you don't think that you're super attractive or whatever like sometimes you just you get a little bit flustered when you are in a situation where like somebody thinks that you're obviously attractive or Mm. desirable in some context you're like what do I do with all this attention where do I put it like (laughs) I I have no idea how to channel it
0: i hate it i'm so bad compliments i can't do it i I actually cannot do it i cannot dish out compliments and i cannot receive them it's just it's so bad yeah like people will give me compliments i'll be like thank you (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i do a weird voice when i accept compliments too <laughs> <laughs> and like, mm, okay <laughs> yeah i kind of almost like, how about like we shrink. move on
0: yes i like literally like curl up and then i'm like let's move on i'm like anyway 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 <laughs> and yeah. i can't i can't i can't give compliments uh, without cringing I don't know why.
1: Uh, yeah, I have to put on like a weird little voice when I do them. Just because I feel gen- generally uncomfortable with that kind of stuff. So then I think that that is probably something we should work on. Because... <laughs> we should improve on I don't ourselves. know how we're supposed we to be like, find someone that worships me. <laughs> yeah. But does not require me
0: to worship them. Excellent. Yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> so it's just like a funny situation. But yeah, keeping no. things flirty and navigating red flags. Hard to do hard to do and i think if you get let yourself get flustered then you don't actually end up seeing the red flags like Mm. once i i mean like i said like what i said about spices and me trusting people yeah but i still ended up seeing someone that didn't own salt see this is (laughs) right this is what i'm saying like how does that happen (laughs) i don't know
0: to be fair you do just not you but like you the collective people it is so easy to get carried away or excited or something I often do is like just push it to the side I'm like oh it's not that bad if they don't have salt in their (laughs) in their (laughs) cupboard like you know I'm sure it's fine like there are other nice things about them but I always find when I know when someone's something's not worked out like I've always had always had it in the back of my mind that something's not something's not right like it it'll be like a yeah. dull alarm bell that i've like yeah. ignored um so i always think this is what I t- to all my friends now i'm like trust your gut if it's really if it's something that's bugging you even if this isn't often a narrative that we always do like oh but he's really nice and he says nice yes. things and we have good times so, or um you know we'll we laugh a lot we get on well but there's this, this but is the he thing? doesn't do this or but he doesn't and I'm like it's that but like there are lots of nice people that you can get on with and have a laugh with but it's that just because don't be worried about being I think again people worry about being picky or um you know or if I just keep discarding people because of like quote-unquote small things then I'll end up alone like no like that but might seem small but to you that's it is it's a significant thing and if you can't get past it then it's going to bug you for however long you date the person it's no don't waste your time
1: yeah definitely or like when i mean this person got slipped through my radar just because they weren't a terrible person and i'm like mm. how did I, again why why limbo the, the game of limbo continues because i'm like i get then excited at the fact that like i've actually matched with someone that isn't a tory <laughs> even, like some sort of bigot right and you're like oh my god there's some of you out there and then you're like you actually engage in conversation you're like excited like yes this is a potential and then you're like no you don't own salt and oh my god you just body shamed me and yeah oh, yeah great and you're like oh own-
0: yes and then you want to you it's so easy to want to like hold on to the but he's not a tory so like maybe i should maybe, maybe i be should better. just like grin and bear it like maybe i like, can teach him to like the builder.
1: you're not supposed yeah. to fix people
0: exactly you're not supposed oh, exactly. to build people
1: up and that is what i did my entire past relationship like this guy wasn't a tory mm and did it did it give me happiness did the red flag no No. (laughs)
0: exactly exactly
1: yeah don't settle
0: for the bare minimum that is what i always say just because they're nice and friendly and you get on with them you can get on with many people that's not that's not what we should be settling for
1: Mm -hmm. and also i think um there, there was one date that i went on with someone and um she was like aware of like so many societal issues, but she she kind of almost like threw it in my face that she knew about it. Ugh. And I think that's also a red flag. So like yep. an element of woke fishing is also like maybe you're aware of quote unquote woke issues. Mm. But if you don't know how to like navigate them in your personal life, then you're still not treating that other person that may be more marginalized than you with dignity and respect. Yeah. So So many layers, I can't. So many
0: layers, so many layers. But we will, we will get through this. (laughs) We will
1: find a way to continue not only dating as women, but Mm -hmm. dating through a pandemic.
0: Yeah, and
1: still finding a uh, whole new episode, funny stories, (laughs) and finding things flirty, and hopefully, some people can find some salt. Oh, even when I was like shocked at the fact, he was like, Oh, I don't even own garam Masala. And I was like, why is that the example that you're using, bitch? Yeah, what? <laughs> First of all, that's not a boast. And second of all, why is that the example that you're using? And then like I actually oh, I actually looked in his cupboard and he only had mild curry powder. I'm like, Ew. why am I oh my here? Top out, tap out, tap out, tap out. Get out.
0: <laughs> Safe to say we don't. On that note. <laughs>
1: let us know if you want part three (laughs) yes
0: (laughs) please let us know if you want part three because clearly we're enjoying ourselves
1: (laughs) thank you so much for listening to another episode of I Saw You Like This a big thank you to Season for producing all the music on this podcast that's S-E-A-Z-N they are a wonderful sibling duo who are making some pretty pretty sick beats so check them out if you can
0: As always, we had a lot of fun recording this, so we hope you enjoyed listening as well. Please give us a follow on our Instagram page. Um, The at is just I saw you liked this. Um, And there you can DM us, let us know what you thought of the episode. And also tell us if there's anything else you'd like us to talk about. But until then, see you next week, soon, around.